Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, that's, that's sexy though. I, I, like, I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. I am your host, Ali Connor. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Chua. Hola, hola. Welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. Hi, I love uh, I love our colors. It's like sweater weather. Uh, if anybody's not watching, we're doing we have a blue and a green thing going on and it's cozy and comfy and she looks fabulous. But I wanted to chat about, um, you know, Ali Kona and I um, really base a lot of our episodes and the topics about things that we're currently going through or we've heard or a friend of a friend or a book that we read or a movie. Um, and we want to talk about changes Mm -hmm. and mourning a life that you once had or um, uh, going through uh, just big transitions and all the things that come with that. Uh, We both just recently um, went through a lot of different changes in our life, in our personal lives. Um, And it brought up things, and I guess I'll just speak for myself, that I wasn't prepared for. And I really, and I'm the kind of person that really prepares for the worst. So if you're like me and you prepare for the worst, or um, maybe somebody might call that like a pessimist, but I I don't consider myself a pessimist, then you're really going to relate to all of this. So um, we're going to dive deep into that after I never have I ever. Uh, But it's definitely going to be really enlightening because you'll really get to know where the heck Ali Kona and I have been in the past, I want to say four months, because so much has changed. So uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be um, a really insightful episode for you. But let's get to it, girl. So you have yes. a few Never Have I Ever's. I'm going to pick a number, and you're going to say okay. what it says. Um, okay, numero uno. Let's see. Never Have I Ever. This would have gotten well with our last episode. Never Have I Ever got my menstrual and bled through an outfit in public. Or if I was a guy, gotten a stiffy. We don't have any guys, so I guess it's just us gals here today. <laughs> have you ever? Um, yes, I have, but it's never been anything where it's been where somebody else called it out. Like it's just been like that. I noticed, like I got home or something like that, and you're and it's uh, so you know, or or you went to yeah. the bathroom and it, yeah, and you're just like, oh my gosh, you know. It's only gotten to that point, but never. Or somebody else said anything. What about you? I I'm feel scared. like I just have about what you're gonna say. It's just bad. All my ever's yeah. are yes, ever, always. And embarrassing. And it was, of course, the first time I ever got it. And I was in seventh grade. I okay. just got onto the cheer squad. I wanted it so bad. And I finally got on the cheer squad. I was like, yeah. And I had on these like yellow shorts, and we're all stretching in a circle as a group, and we had to do oops, excuse me, Mike. We had to do the splits and I'm over here on the floor, like splitting <gasps> middle splits. And I looked down and I was like, <gasps> just harpooned right in the cooter, you know, like, oh, oh like, okay, we're not going to split. That's what we're not going to do. And so for the rest of the practice, I just remember being so self-conscious, the worst. So yes, I have. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. That's horrible. Okay. You pick one. Um, <laughs> I'll go with number uh, three. Have we picked three? 
Yeah, no, we haven't. Okay, never have I ever fainted. Okay. Yes, once in my life, and I'm so. It's, you have. Yeah, and it was like super embarrassing because I like to think of myself as like I'm tough. Girl, let me tell you how this little itty bitty teeny tiny white little fluffy poodle <laughs> bit me. Okay, but bit me in the web of my fingers, right? So like between my first and my second finger, you oh, know, there's like a little web. That's sensitive. Yeah, bit me real good, and I was like, ah, that hurt, right? And so I started to walk towards because I used to work at a uh, a dog groomer's place. Start to walk towards the office to get a mm-hmm. band aid, and I looked and I was like. Oh shit, mm-hmm. there's a hole in my hand. Like it's tiny, but the tooth like straight up went through some uh not cartilage, what do you call it? Um muscle tissue, right? And I was like, dang, I have a hole in my Oh my god. I don't feel good. Who I don't feel good, you know? And I told my boss at the time, she's like, sit down, you're fine. I said, No, I don't think I'm fine. Like I started to feel the world come down on me. It started to get real dark. And I was like, Am yeah. I dying? Oh my God. And I wanted to be like, go call an ambulance because I knew something. And I just kept saying, Something is not right. Something's not right. And she's like, You're fine. And I'm like, dude, I am telling you something's not. And then I woke up and I was on the floor in a totally different room. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, she managed to like walk me into a bathroom and I fell over and somebody caught me. So I have fainted. Wow. I know I've never fainted and I can't even just hearing this, that story. I just, I can't even imagine what that feels like does it feel like you went to sleep and then yeah you woke up like or- well, yeah like if you were getting anesthesia like that except for it feels mm-hmm. powerless right because you're like my body is doing things and I have no control over it Ugh. and the hardest part of it was mm-hmm. I'm like it's just a teeny tiny dog bite I have no control over how my body is reacting and, and again because I have such like tough girl syndrome that I'm like sure no you know, uh, it's it was yeah, super bizarre yes. and oh, gosh. Like low key embarrassing, and also scary because again, you have no control. Like stuff is getting dark, and you want to tough no it control. out. You're like wake up, body, wake up, body, breathe. And I remember being like, I just need more air. I just need more. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's yeah. so scary. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, nobody out there can relate to this story. But I'm sure. I feel like I, I hear that often, too often. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I fainted, or I know what that's like. Hi, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's get to it. I feel like sometimes I felt like fainting yeah. <laughs> after the recent changes in the in, yeah, um, talk about it. in my life. But um yeah, talk about it. Okay, so I'd say so almost four months now. Um I moved um from the valley and I grew up in Florida. If you're new to the podcast and you're new to me, um grew up in Florida, lived here, uh, and I'm here now because of the holidays. But uh uh and then I moved to California when I was 18, was it like 18, mm-hmm. 19? Um, so I was a teenager. Like there was a, still like teen in my number. And so I've lived there in the Valley uh, since then until now. And so I recently moved in with my boyfriend and his daughter. So not only am I on the West Coast, because I'm not in the Valley anymore. Now um, I've, I was living by myself for a couple years and then... Um, so I'm moving in with somebody. They have a a, child. Um, a beautiful little yeah. girl, a child, a five year old, and a big to me what I consider a big dog. And uh, if you didn't know me, I had a small little. Uh, see, I'm making faces. See, David would appreciate that. <laughs> like he's uh, she's she's making she's making faces on. He's not that big, and David would agree, and um, <gasps> probably Molly y'all would agree. It's okay. I call a dog that's like over twenty pounds. 
okay, let me say this. 20 to like 40 pounds, 30, 50, medium. Anything more than that, you're big. Like he's you're skinny. big. But okay, and it doesn't it doesn't matter if he's skinny, he's still big. Anyway, it doesn't honestly, it doesn't matter if he was big. That's not the part that bothers me. He's actually super um sweet and really, really smart. Like David did an amazing job at training him. Um, and you, he, he, li I mean, I feel like most dogs do whatever, but like he has the puppy dog eyes where he looks at you. Um, but he shed. I'm going to make fun of Valerie for like two seconds. <laughs> I'll make fun of you. I love you. Bye. But, uh, okay. And I want to preface this whole story with, by the way, it's so crazy how the things that have happened in Valerie's life have happened in my life and they happened mm. shortly after. Yes. So my dog passed away within a week and a half. Her dog passed away. I found out I had to move and like maybe within yeah. a month she found out she had yep. to move. So it's crazy that you and your best friend yeah. can go through, you know, it's like when you have your period taking it back and you end up on somebody else's yes. cycle. <laughs> We are on the yeah. same cycle it of really, life, I mean, you guys. It's real. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, um, with especially the dog yeah. thing. That was pretty yeah. wild. And then the move thing was really random. Definitely for you. I had been looking, so it wasn't as random. But the fact that it just kind of happened around the same yeah. time. Yours came quicker than you thought. We didn't but going like, back to the dog and me making sure. fun of Valerie. <laughs> I went to Valerie's house for the first mm -hmm. time, like a little over a month ago. We shot some podcast episodes and um, I met the dog that I was anticipating on being like this gigantic dog. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, and, look, but mind you, you have every right to. You work with dogs and you love animals. I've only had one dog in my life. She didn't shed and she was in yes this is true so and that's my this whole life so i'm not i'm not like a dog dog person i'm a like little dog you don't shed and stink <laughs> but i was laughing like there were a few times me and david exchanged looks and looked at each other and we're like it's okay <laughs> and i say all this with love valerie i say I it with love well. but you know dogs naturally like they shake their energy off. That's actually what they're doing. By the way, if you guys didn't oh. know, animals are really good at shaking off energy and cleansing it out of their body. And so every time mm -hmm. the dog would shake, she's like, ah! I'm like, but that's what they do. And you're like, no. Anyways, that was funny. Because we had just vacuumed <laughs> and in my head, <sighs> all I'm seeing is like hair flying in slow-mo. Okay. <laughs> I know anyway. I've been adjusting my sweater. Um, so yeah, so th that's it. So those are the biggest changes. And, and then, so, and here's the thing, normally I'm a prepare for the worst kind of person. And that's just a, a something that I, I feel like I picked up growing up, like, because there was a lot of fear based, um, um, energy with like, uh, you know, don't go out by yourself or, you know, be careful, like, uh, do, you know, just a lot of you. That's interesting. It's interesting because I grew up the same way. Like I couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. oh, look, my mom is Japanese. First of all, um, my parents are way protective. However, mm -hmm. I'm very much, I don't yep. prepare at all. I'm like, if you prepare for the worst, the worst will happen. So it's interesting that, mm -hmm. Similar backgrounds, but two different takeaways from that, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was that, it was those thoughts. Um, but this time I didn't do that. Like I, I didn't think, I, I don't know. I, I just, those, all these little details, like I didn't really feel like 
it was going to be that bad. Um, and it wasn't that bad. I think it was more just the shock of all the changes. And when I, and what I had talked to Ali Kona about was, oh my gosh, I think I, I needed to give myself time to mourn because everything had happened so fast. And I just, I had to mourn not being able to call a friend in, in five minutes and meet them at like, you know, Fryman to, to go hiking or, um, you know, my house being super spotless and not that like my house isn't spotless now. Cause it, it actually still pretty much is, but you know, no hair, dog hair. <laughs> Um, or, you know, things being exactly the way I want it and the, how I left it. You know what I mean? Um, also, and I have, too, uh, though, Val. Araceli's um, Ortiz. Well, say, the interesting thing and the cool thing is, and I tell you, like, I'm so proud of you because when I met you, you know, you had ended your relationship with your ex-husband and then you had moved in with your new boyfriend. So unintentionally went from mm -hmm. one relationship to the next and was so used to, because I mean, you were with your ex-husband yeah, since you were a teenager. Quick. So you're always used to having a partner yep. or somebody with you. So when it came time and you had broken up with your ex, came home from Canada, she was filming a TV show, y'all came home, had to like move all her mm -hmm. stuff into a new place. And it was your first time just having something of your own, being out on your own and, and not having that right. other person. Well, and I mean, so it was cool. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't say it was cool. just to correct you a little oh, bit. Well, cause I, I had been alone before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, I haven't always been with somebody. No, when I moved in, when I moved from Florida to California, I lived by myself. Um, I got my, uh, my first house at 25 and I lived in the house by myself. So, um, I'm used to living by myself and I didn't even have roommates. So that wasn't, I mean, but the relationship thing is true. Okay. But the living by myself was was not ah. necessarily new. But living by myself after, you know, long relationships, that definitely was new. And it was a new me, yes. right? I'm older. Um, you know, there's so much, you know, sadness, you know, breakups are so hard. But I found that I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I said. That was, was cool. But <laughs> it was like, cool to see you transition from like having a little bit of that worry, uh, dare I say, I don't know, anxiety, yeah. but seeing that into embracing and like loving it. And that is what's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I don't know if I, I didn't, I didn't feel anxiety. Um, I definitely just felt heartbroken, really. That was, you know, I was just, that was, you know, after I feel like, any breakup people feel like that. So that was the main component. And so, um, I was definitely after that though, like I was like, man, and I enjoyed my time by myself. I was talking to one of my, um, girlfriends this about this the other day. Cause she just recently moved into an apartment by herself and it looks very similar to my old one. Um, and she's in a really positive phase in her life and she's really happy. And I was like, isn't that crazy? Like, we feel good. Um, but before that, and you know, so then I had that really good, I'm, I'm alone. I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm loving my, my me time. And then now there's not that, I mean, there's definitely, I have me time, but you know, you're, you're thrown into now you're living with somebody again. Um, and just getting used to that and sharing your space and sharing, um, everything, mm -hmm. you know, with somebody it's so different. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so change, right. And, and, and evolving and, and 
kind of going through the process through your head of like, wait a minute, like this is supposed to be really exciting. And then it is, but then you're all like, oh, this is what's happening. I think I, I just didn't give myself enough time to just kind of, and I, this sounds so dramatic, but we're both kind of dramatic, but like bid that life farewell. I'm sorry. You know, like meaning like we love those figure. I'm sorry. I'm dramatic. I'm screwing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I feel like when I say, when I say dramatic, I mean like, you know, I, I see things like in a movie. So like in my head, if this is the rom-com, right? Like she needs a scene inserted in the movie where she's like, needs to say goodbye to her life in the valley and goodbye to like, you know, like super yeah. stupid and like overdramatic. Um, that's what yeah. I meant because I'm, I'm visualizing it as a film. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what, what I realized. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, you recently had all your changes and I don't know, and I don't want to speak for you. So talk about how that was for you and then kind of where you sure. are now. Sure. I mean, I, well, I love that again, the whole topic we wanted to cover with this episode was just embracing change and how can you do that gracefully versus fighting yes. it? Cause it's so easy to want to fight and resist and all the things. And that's how energy gets pent up. Right. So <clears throat> My move was definitely not planned. I found out within a month that I had to leave. And so, um, and it's interesting because I manifested this. Like low key, I would have these thoughts of, God, it would be so much easier. Like I house sit and dog sit so much. I'm never home. I'm paying all sorts of money for this apartment and I'm home five days out of the month this is ridiculous, you know? And I'm like, it would make so much more sense to just go back home to Vegas and just come out here to house it. And then the shit happened. And I was like, no, I didn't mean it universe. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Oh my God. And then it went into like, I'm so sad. Cause I felt like I was giving up (laughs) my dream, you know, in order to be successful in the entertainment industry, you must be in Hollywood and I'm leaving. So I felt like, a dog with my tail between my legs, like, I'm going to go home now, you know? And then like people like mm-hmm. Val who are like, girl, get out of here. It's like four hours away. <laughs> I'm like, I know, but still. And so, um, but with. Also, there was a strike when you yes. moved. So nothing was happening in Hollywood. Yes. But- <clears throat> and also you have flyer miles and stuff. So you can be here in like yeah. two yeah. hours. I, and so. <laughs> But there is still, like with anything, when you are forced out and it's not your choice, two things. One, it was the universe being like, bitch, it's time to get out. Change is good. Embrace it. Um, Because you wouldn't have gone on your own. And so it's something that needed to happen, happened. And um, as I leaned into that and was like, okay, I'm going to utilize this time to work on myself is how I've ended up turning around and having good energy and um, even though it's been a struggle emotionally and mentally, I, I have manifested some really mm-hmm. cool work in the recent, recent, you know, I said, I'm going to go to Vegas. Yeah. I want to dance. And then I booked a job dancing and then I booked, you know, F1 or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and now I'm pitching a travel show in to a network and blah, blah. And then I ended up booking all these house sitting gigs. I'm booked all the way through May. It's yeah, it's a, yeah. 
I'm being taken care of is so the point. She's back in LA. Yeah. So I am in LA, but I'm not paying mm-hmm. rent. I'm staying. You can see this is a very lovely home. I'm staying in some nice houses and I don't have to pay for mm-hmm. them. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's all mm-hmm. in how you frame things, but that's not to say that I didn't go through a lot of feeling of loss. Um, we talked about earlier how, I was, how our dogs passed away. I had extreme guilt over leaving my dog here because my cat passed away two years ago, Christmas Eve, you guys, out of the blue, mm. um, put her on a trail that we would always hike together, me, the dog, and the cat. And yeah. then to have t- to lose my dog, I buried her in the same hiking area so I could go and visit them all the time. So I felt like moving out of state, I was leaving my kids behind. And it's not like I can go dig them up, you know? And I And so there was a lot of grief, a lot of shame. I've been using that word a lot lately. Um, sadness and I'm leaving my kids. I'm leaving my, and I cried. But now again, every time yeah. I'm here, which has been almost always, I can go drive and go say hello mm-hmm. and go on my hike or whatever. But um, yeah, definitely a lot of change. And I will say that, and I'm not just saying this because we're talking together and we're on the podcast, but Valerie has, she's definitely helped me a lot through this transition, her and Matt, who are truly, truly mm-hmm. my unpaid therapists are the two people who are like, mm-hmm. Matt's there to say, it's okay. You're dealing with grief. That's okay. And it has been a big year for you. You have like Matt's there to validate me and Valerie is there to lift me up and tell me that it's going to be okay. So I'm like super just lucky and grateful that I have both of you guys in my life. So thank you. Hey besties. It's a new year, which means it's a new you. Nah, just kidding. You're already perfect the way you are. But if you want to try something new, you can subscribe to our Patreon. (laughs) Yes, I'm here to remind you. It's your weekly reminder that we have tons of perks. So be sure to subscribe. Just find us. Type in your unpaid therapist in the search button and you'll have access to all sorts of fun goodies. We hope to see you there. Until then, enjoy the show. Yeah, and ditto. I remember one time um, I was in the midst of moving and the boxes and and I am... what I've not realized about myself, because it's something I already knew, but I think what was amplified um, and highlighted <laughs> with like the yellowest, brightest highlighter ever and the brightest of lights was I don't. And, and again, I knew this about myself because I, I had conversations with um, my boyfriend about it before um, the big move. But I don't I don't do well in chaos mm-hmm. or in disorderly rooms. Um, and that is, I was going to, I said it earlier, so, um, I, I blame my mom and by blame, I mean, I think my mom, because uh, I think it's a good quality to have. Um, but yeah, so if, if things are in a disarray or unorganized or messy, like I just don't function. And I remember us talking about this in um, Ali Conan, you had said that there's some, there's, there's a chemical thing that happens. And I don't remember what you said, but, um, so Ali Corner calls me and I was like having one of those days where I hadn't, I hadn't caught up with my, my thoughts. Like, you know, I had the thoughts and I had the feelings, but I hadn't caught up 
to myself. And so she calls and I'm telling her about the things we were on a FaceTime and I just start crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just overwhelmed. And I don't even know what I was saying, but um, I was so overwhelmed with like all the things that needed to be done and all the mess. But I, and, and then the, the dog's barking and then I, you know, I was just like, oh, it's so much. Um, so it was really quite interesting. And, and then once, you know, more time passed, and obviously things get cleared up, things got better. But that's when I realized I was like, I hadn't given myself a chance to just process it all mm-hmm. little moment by moment. And, and, and kind of like, I feel like what Matt does and, and Matt helps really everybody because he's such a, um, such a light and a refresher is realize like, you've really cut, you've done a lot in a short amount of time. Like you've come a long right mm-hmm. way and this is a really big deal. And, you know, and in all really good, positive things, um, are coming out out of this. Uh, but it was, it was just, I feel like I, when, you know, I, I look at my book, uh, my book, I look at my life uh, as a book and it was just like, I feel like I like skip some chapters, you know, and then had to go back to my, my own chapters and like reread some pages slowly and be like, girl, turn the page slowly uh-huh. and embrace, you know, this page or this day <clears throat> and read it all the way to then. And now turn the other page and look, look at where you're at. And, and there's this me- a quote or something and I, that I read, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it's, um, it says something about um, making sure to be in the moment and realize that you are um, living all the, the things that you've prayed about mm-hmm. or prayed for mm-hmm. or manifested. Um, and I had to have some of those moments for myself because, I mean, I have videos and because I'm corny like that. Um, the first time I got to meet David's daughter before I did like a vlog and I have little vlogs that I've done for her that I'll give her later in her life. Um but I remember doing this vlog for Olivia and, um, and kind of just being trying to tell her, like, I wanted this situation for like, see, I'm getting emotional, um, for, uh, (laughs) I know, um, I've imagined something like this, um, not necessarily exactly like that, but very similar so many times. And then to, to be in the moment right before I was going to get to meet her. Um, and now to be in this stage in my life where, where this is my new normal is so surreal because it's like anybody who knows me is like, Oh my God, it's what you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I just had to catch up to that. Um, and I, even things like this being home with my family or like talking to Ali Kona, um, having your unpaid therapist, y'all, this is why we did the podcast because it's so essential <laughs> and having the people to remind you like, girl, you know, you always wanted that or girl, just chill. You're extra OCD. Yeah. You need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's or being like the dog isn't that yeah. big. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so I'm just envisioning the dog slowly, like, shaking its head <laughs> i know and, and you see seeing the terror in yes. my eyes <laughs> um, my mom would understand <laughs> uh, it is interesting and cool like val and i are such yin and yangs in certain aspects and it's cool because you complete me you 
Um, <laughs> but even in our partnership with this podcast, it's like, I know having been your friend for as long, um, how your brain operates and seeing oh, you in yeah. other situations and going, okay, I know, um, X, Y, and Z, if this all happens at once, it, it can be overwhelming for you. So this is where I need to, she's going to freak out. Huh? Yeah. I'm going to take the reins or this is where yeah, have patience because you're two different people and you operate differently and different things stimulate you. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's certain things that shut me down. Um, but one thing I realized is that I'm a multitasker. Look, and humans are not meant to be multitaskers by the way, but I'm a multitasker. I don't know how to stop. Um, Valerie, you are so good at balance. I'm not. Um, but then I read up on trauma because, you know, I always like to bring it back to trauma. Right. And people who grow up sure. in chaos or having, not that I had a lot of responsibility, but when you have a parent that it's not like fully functional, you do take on certain things, but people who grow up in chaos tend to be good multitaskers because they don't have time to sit in themselves oh. or their feelings and process. So they just like, um, okay. so I say all that to say it sucks. That made me cry. But then I was like, how that's actually positive like i'm blessed that i have this skill yeah. it came from shit but it's a great skill to have cool it really uh, is not to make sorry not to make the conversation about me uh but i say that to, again but val you're really great at hold on stop hold on enjoy the moment hold on let's celebrate this hold on yeah. like this is a memento or this is that and i'm like oh okay yeah cool you know Okay. So, um, yeah, but, but I, and to applaud you though, because I, yeah, you, you definitely are really good at multitasking and, at, um, and not, and I just, I, I don't know if I've ever seen you super overwhelmed and like, and if you have been like, it's, you've only shown it for like three minutes <laughs> or like, and an overwhelmed Alicona is just quiet Alicona, which, so, you know, like, so I'm like, okay, she's a little extra quiet. Like she's just focused. So that's her being like focused. Like, nope, this needs to happen. Da 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 to kind of keep it going. But that's about it. Like I feel like I'm more of a and like I I kind of go inward and I shut mm -hmm. down. And like the smallest of tasks feels like you know I need to like make a list and be like, okay, this is mm -hmm. first. After I get this done, then I gotta do this. Yeah. And after that's done, then I could do this. And if and if I don't do that. And I get a lot of things at me at the same time. I kind of like, I like, don't know where yeah. to start. I'm like, uh, but you know what the, but see, <laughs> and okay, that the fact that you confused. have that awareness, I just want to put it out there that there neither is right or wrong. Neither is better than the other. No, no, no. It's, it's different. Yeah, it's different. And once you figure that out about yourself and I'm talking about mm. everybody and not say just you, Valerie, but you listener, like once you figure out what makes you tick, what overwhelms you, what da, 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 then you can start to manage those things and figure out how can I attack X, Y, and Z, or how can I get through this thing yeah. knowing how I am? Like, Valerie, you are aware of that about yourself. You are aware that you get overwhelmed. So you will text me and be like, no, you know who I get about da, 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 da. And that's helpful too. Cause then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. But she's overwhelmed. Like yeah. I will pick up the extra weight and I'll go ahead and I'll do this task, this task, and this task. And I mean, I don't know if you ever realized it, but it's like, I do that because I want it to be easier for you. Like when you were going through, we were going through our move at the same time mm -hmm. that you had more to organize. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I know she's overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to get this video clip and this video clip and I'm going to send it to her. And that's me 
without saying it, but trying to like help you through whatever tough situation you're going through by making your job just that much, like a little bit easier, you know? Yeah. And that's so important with all relationships and friendships and romantic relationships, um, in relationships in general, just because what being self-aware obviously helps because if you can tell your partner, um, or your friend or whoever, um, your colleague, um, how you, um, move in the world or, you know, the things that, um, you need to be successful in X, Y, or Z, those things are really Mm -hmm. important. And if you don't know that about yourself, if you're able to get, um, to accept constructive criticism of somebody who may give you that kind of information, it's so important to cohabitate in working relationships in um, intimate, uh, relationships, romantic relationships, um, because communication is everything. And I am so grateful to David because he is, you know, I always say this, um, I always consider, and my friends, like when I think, <laughs> when my friends talk about me, I think they think I'm a positive person and like happy and stuff like that. And I'm optimistic, blah, blah, blah. But that man is so, especially in, in the last several months, he's so positive and so optimistic and has been just, everything that I needed to just, you know, push along and, and have and, and persevere and have hope and stuff because I, I just wasn't that version of myself in that time. Cause I was just so overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I was so lucky to be able to talk to people like Ali Kona, like David, like any, you know, other friends who are like, okay, I know this about you. So X, Y, or Z, or have somebody to be like, it's going to be good. Like you're, this is a a lot and it's, let's just compartmentalize. Let's just do this. And it's just, it makes a world of a difference. Well, and I also want to emphasize too, I, again, I went back, I was listening to one of our old podcasts and you had said like when you were dating, you're like, you'd be surprised. Like self-awareness is not as prominent as you would think. Uh, so that stuck with me. Oh my God. It's not. And, and to piggyback off of what you had just said about like, ask somebody you trust, make sure whoever it is that somebody that you trust is a few things. One, never in competition with you because someone can be your friend, but still be competitive, mm. which comes from a place of insecurity. Um, and two, somebody who really mm. wants the best for you and from you and for you to grow. Like, you know, those friends that we all have the friends that are yeah. just find the friend that really loves and embraces you and then ask them for feedback. And also too, with feedback, Mm -hmm. something that I learned from the wonderful and great iconic Miss Linda Lavin. If you don't know who she is, Google her. There's a whole story behind how (laughs) I met her and didn't realize she was who she was. Um, And I work for her now, (laughs) but uh, she had said, whenever I go to her with any kind of anything, she'll say, honey, can I, can I offer you some feedback? Yeah, sure. And then she'll give me her thought, her opinion, her advice, her love, whatever. But she said to me, you know, in all my Mm -hmm. years, um, I have learned, she's like, I would always try to help people and offer them my advice and what I thought was best for them. And she's like, that's not how you help people. They could be in their head. They could be thinking about this, that, and the third. And then here you come with what you feel is your best advice. Mm -hmm. Always ask people for permission Mm -hmm to give them feedback because sometimes people are talking to you and they just want a listening ear. They don't want you to try to fix their problems or tell you what they should have done or they could do or whatever, especially when it's like with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like sometimes you just want someone to empathize. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love that. And I, I do my best. I don't always implement it, but but do my best to be like, can I share with you how I feel? Can I offer you feedback? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, you know, my friend Ben does that all the time. He's like, can I give you some advice or can I? Yeah. But not when you said that, I heard his voice because he, he often does that. Um, I was like, that's really considerate. And then, but sometimes like, I mean, I don't think I've ever said no. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. But I mean, if you know that person is like, you don't like their opinion, you could be like, not really. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, I just. I just wanted to, oh, and, vent. And, you know, yeah, you could say that. Ah, I know we have to wrap things up soon, but there'll be times where like, yes. I would go to my boyfriend and tell him about what's going on in my life. And a man's nature is to want to fix mm-hmm. things. And I don't want to like generalize and stereotype, True. but I've read that in books. Uh, but mm-hmm. men go into operation, like <laughs> fix mode. That's how some men show their love. And so there would be times where I would talk about stuff and then he'd start offering me all these different solutions and what I should do to fix that. And I'm just like, Whoa, no, I just want to, I'm sad right now. And I just need to deal with the sadness first before you tell me how I need to go approach this in my career or that. And like, thank you. But that's, I was just looking for like some tenderness. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's so true. And so, and I mean, which is why you have your specific unpaid therapist that like, you know, like, okay, this, this is my, like, going to give me the real advice. This is the person who's going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Like, you're the best. Like, yeah. you know, who's going to, you know, and hopefully everybody's kind of balanced and is, you know, being real with you. Um, but yeah, that's really, really true. Uh, and what is like, cause you know, we're in a new year. And is there anything, and I know we talked about this and we've talked about like resolutions and goals or whatever, but is there anything from like last year that now you're like, with all the changes and all the new, 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 Mm -hmm. that some of it isn't really new because you're, I feel like a manifestation queen. Um, But is there anything that you're like, you know what, the one thing I know that I would do last year um, or in the past I'm, this is what I'm going to not be doing now when it comes to change or new opportunities. Oh, that is a fantastic question. And the only thing that comes like immediately to mind is, Mm -hmm. uh, in meeting new people in general, knowing my value, knowing my worth and saying it, knowing it is one thing saying it. So whether again, if it is a job opportunity or a human or a whatever, just like really knowing gutturally instinctually, if something feels good or doesn't feel good, um, not saying yes to an opportunity just because you feel obligated to say yes or a mm-hmm. job that someone's like, Hey, can you help me with that? Cause I'm very people pleasy yeah. of, can you do this for me? Sure. And I will bend over backwards to make that thing happen. So I I would tell Mm -hmm. myself to not do that anymore. And going forward, just what feels good. And if it doesn't be okay with, look, tune into the episode of the power of saying no. (laughs) Listen to Matt's advice. (laughs) Anyway, what about you? That's true. Gosh, you know, so, um, I, I have this planner, um, and I, I used it last year. My word for last year was experiences of like, whatever, whatever that means. Um, and for this year I chose, um, doing things in love. And, and I mean that like, obviously, um, being in love, um, 
with with everything like with how i go about my daily task how i um communicate with people how i approach um career moves how i approach relationships um and like any kind of decision like always kind of having that in the back of my mm-hmm. head of just being in love with it or don't mm. right so i'm either going to approach it with like this is what I love. These are the people that I love. This is the things I love to do. And so if I decide to do something, do it all the way in love Mm -hmm. with it or, or don't, or don't do it at all. You know? Um, so yeah, love, I'm going to be in love. (laughs) (laughs) 2024. Yeah. So, so many changes and, um, yeah, I hope that our listeners, um, in this new year are embracing change are um, running towards it, you know, not fearing it and not um, being hesitant. If there's something that you've always wanted to do, or there's something that you're on the cusp of possibly um, changing that might wreck your whole world or everything that you've ever known, but it's, you know, it's kind of in the back of your head or deeply in your heart, just run towards Mm -hmm. it. I would just, yeah, that's my only, my only advice. Now, (laughs) party people, I think it's time to wind it on down. So thank you guys as always for tuning in, for hanging out with us. And you're obviously listening, so we don't have to ask you to listen, but are you watching us? Do you see us? Do you see this lovely sweater? That is Valerie's that I'm wearing. Um, <laughs> if not, then tune into our YouTube. And as always, um, don't forget, we do Patreon. I, if we don't have a commercial, we do Patreon. You get to we, we let you co-host with us and Zoom with us and all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely check that out. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, it's time to say adieu. Adios. <laughs> Bye, everybody.